Hey, Dan, and thanks for tuning in to Coffee with Klingman, where we talk with some of the most interesting people I know over a good cup of joe. Today in the cafe, we have Jake Wardman, recording engineer, musician, and serial entrepreneur. I love this cup, by the way. Mmm. I thought you would dig that. Yep. That's a, yeah, that's perfect. Isn't it nice? <laughs> yeah, Isn't it nice? It's actually, that um, was a free gift from a church in... We need Wyndham? to record this stuff, dude. I don't. Oh, it's already recording. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sick. I was like, dude, what's going on? There's like perfect, perfect podcast banter right now. I know, right? It's hilarious. <laughs> that that's why I dig it. Um, I usually so I've been doing just start everything recording before anyone even pays attention. Yeah, totally. No, it's great. Yeah. Makes it a lot smoother anyway. Yeah. Um, letting you in all my little secrets. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Thank you for that. Hey, you're welcome. I'm gonna steal your podcast from you. You. It, no. Good. I was like, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't have the time for that. Oh, <laughs> uh, for real. Um, but since you did just break the ice, yeah. hello everyone. So we have today Jake over here, my man Jake. What's up, guys? He is the inventor of the Savage Roaster. Yes, sir. He is a gold. I like him. He's pretty great. Yeah. So we are brewing up some today. So, which I recently was introduced to the AeroPress from one of my friends and. For sure, the best cup of coffee I've ever had in my oh, life. Oh, it's so nice. Which is crazy because I, <clears throat> I roast coffee, so you would think I would know literally everything, but <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's funny. I had no idea about um, the AeroPress, what it was. No idea it existed until like six months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when someone showed it to me, I was like, what the hell? Why has this not been in my life sooner? Mm-hmm. And it's so easy and convenient. Um, there's that. Do a quick little stir, and then my favorite part. Just watch that. You can just watch that go down. It's so freaking cool. Yeah. There, and just like that. Boom! You got yourself a little shot. Oh, like Americano style. Okay. That's how I've been doing it. Okay. I have been loving it. Okay. Um, I'm going to go chuck this. Okay. There we go. And make myself a cup. Nice. Um, enjoy, man. This is your own cup of coffee. I know. That's so cool. Right. Like I said uh, before we started, I love trying my own product. So. Oh, it is amazing. <clears throat> yeah. Um, right? If you can't stand behind your own product, like, what's the point? Exactly. Yeah. You know, I tell everyone that it's... It's you have to you have to believe what you're trying to sell, you mm. know, and I don't even feel like with coffee. I'm not even trying to sell it. I just want people to try because I'm like, dude, this is <laughs> wicked good, you know, <laughs> for real, for real. And I, as a barista for like seven years, or almost a decade, actually, um, I can attest it is delicious coffee. Yeah. It is absolutely fucking delicious. Mm-hmm. There we go. Just like that, and boom. I love the Americano style, dude. Dude, oh, it's just so smooth. I make myself this every morning at like four or five when I get up for Mm -hmm. school, every morning, and it is the best thing, my favorite part of the day. Yeah. Just like that, bam. That's so cool, man. (laughs) Cheers, brother. Cheers, man. 
So yeah, I mean, you and me go way back too. Oh, dude, for real, for real. Um, this is the kid who was giving me drum lessons <laughs> back yeah. when I was real bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was. Mm. God, that was like two years ago at yeah. least. Yeah. Yeah, at least. Damn. But I have to say, like, you're a really good teacher. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, like, seeing you move um, all throughout the music industry doesn't surprise me. All the connections you made and, like, how you went about that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. <clears throat> and I think, mm -hmm. you know, as, as far as music goes, it's really about just going out and supporting people, you know, and trying to help people. I think what what destroys music is when people get selfish about their success and they don't they don't want to be you know they don't want they don't want people to know like how they did it you know or mm. whatever you know mm -hmm. and for me it's always like i i want to see everyone succeed all my friends even people that like i'm not even close with i want to see everyone succeed i just think as a as a human like that's kind of like what i feel like my responsibility is mm. Um, so, I mean, I think that it's, it's insane to not try to help people, you know? I completely agree. But it's this weird thing. So in the music industry, there's a handful of people that are like that. Um, and the people who usually have that attitude win mm -hmm. because like they're, they're the people who are helping others. And when others make it, they bring these people up. It's this win-win situation. In business, it's like the exact opposite. It's complete cutthroat. <coughs> Do you think, is it because a business is more of a um, like one-sum game? Like whoever wins takes, at least the majority of it takes, not takes all, but takes the majority, where music is more of an intention thing, where people have a lot more attention to give? I think, <clears throat> especially for a lower-tier band, I mean, you're not really making much money, no. you know? Like, I understand if, like, a band that's going out making a ton of money when they play shows, like kind of wants to keep some stuff hush hush. Mm. I get that. Um, but I mean, when you're making $7,500 at a show and you're like not trying to help people, mm. like, I think that's crazy. Yeah. You know, especially when, you know, all you have to do is just book a tour. You can book a tour by yourself. You Easily. literally don't need anything no now to, i'm not saying like, you can get on a on a sick tour by yeah. yourself but you can at least get the ball rolling yeah <clears throat> and i think you know it's just about being getting out there and just doing it mm. and you know i've booked plenty of my own shows help book tours and mm -hmm. um this ties into something that so when you and i were talking about before the we were started recording, um, was this, everyone has this fear that, oh, if they try something new and they fail, which inevitably you will, because no one is great at something when they start. No one, doesn't matter who you are, is that everyone will judge them and it'll be this whole big like judgment party on them. Mm -hmm. And they're terrified of that. So do you think like that has a large aspect and a large thing to play is why some bands don't make it that have the potential that are like local or regional don't push forward just because they're afraid to try? Uh, <clears throat> probably. Yeah. And I think a lot, a lot, a lot of it, I think, has to do with just not not caring about other mm -hmm. people's opinions. Um because you're going to get clowned on no matter what. No matter what you do, my coffee business is going to get clowned on. Your podcasting is going to get clowned on. But you just have to yeah. go, 
all right, yeah. fuck it. I yeah. don't care. You know what I mean? Um, I think people are scared to have that mentality. Like mm-hmm. they care about what their peers think so much. And I think that your peers will truly respect you if you just say, I don't care. I'm just going to do it. Mm-hmm. You'll get judgment at first. Mm-hmm. And then later on, they're going to ask you, like, how's it going? What did you do to <laughs> do it? Um, when I moved to Atlanta to play in my first touring band, moved all, <laughs> across the country to go play in a band <laughs> when I was 19. I literally moved to Texas to do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, all the people that I worked with were like, you're fucking crazy. Yes. You're leaving. You're like a cozy job Mm -hmm. at what Mm -hmm. i thought at 19 was cozy making (laughs) 10 bucks an hour making pizzas but um, for 19 that's pretty cozy yeah totally you know yeah exactly i'm you know i'm living at my living at my mom still i'm good um (laughs) but i was out there for like a over a year Mm. and um it didn't end up working out in the end but i traveled the whole united states yeah everywhere man it was crazy and i'm like um the whole time i'm like in sleeping in the back of a van and i'm like man i'm just this fucking loser from portland (laughs) how did i get here you know what i mean yeah and um that fucks with you man yeah like when you're all the way on the other side of the country and you're like and you're like living in a van you're eating whatever you can find at the local uh, shopping mart or gas stations Mm -hmm. and you're like how the did I get here? Yeah. Like in both the best and worst yeah, way. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I was both. about to say that. <laughs> it's definitely a little bit of both. Um <clears throat> yeah, it's it it really taught me, and I'm super thankful for the lesson that it taught me, is if you really want to do something, mm-hmm. you can do it. Mm-hmm. You're the only person stopping you. There's mm-hmm. no one else on the planet that can stop you from doing something mm-hmm. except for yourself. You're going to hear a lot of people going, no, don't do that. No, that's crazy, whatever. But that doesn't deter you. I failed so many times, dude. I felt like a fucking loser coming back home. Coming back home from Atlanta, I told everyone, I literally told everyone to eat shit and I left. Yeah. That's pretty much what I did. And I came back home, swallowed my pride. Took back my job that I originally had. The same with, job. Same job. That's a lot same, of pride to swallow. Wow. Same coworkers. Yeah. And you know what? After that, I still kept dreaming. Yeah, still kept dreaming, man. I never stopped. I never, I never want to, because I think dreaming, like having big aspirations, is like kind of like the the inner child of a person. But you can take the adult life lessons that you've learned mm. and cultivate something out of it, mm. and that's where passion lives. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, for example, like well, the, co- the the coffee thing, man, like I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with it's an ever changing market. And I love the fact that I can't get the same exact coffee 365 days a year. It's yeah. all going to be different every single time. Yeah. I don't think anyone really knows. About yeah. Who does isn't involved in the industry. Yeah. 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 I, it was funny. I, I had this conversation the other day. Mm. Um we're talking about like Starbucks and they mm-hmm. have like their signature roast. So I'm like, <laughs> it's literally different every single year. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's impossible. The crops change all yeah. the time. So it's like, it's to me, that's exciting. That mm-hmm. means that I can, I will literally never stop learning. And that is something that 
I will just chase my tail for the rest of my life and love every second of it. You know what I mean? I'm like <laughs> a dog. I'm like a dog outside. Absolutely. That's it. And mm. you know, the same thing goes with music too. Like mm. it, that's an ever changing market. Yeah. You like know, who would have thought rap and country would go together? This yeah. like hip hop country thing that's came out of here. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? It's catchy as hell. Yeah. I hate that a part of me <laughs> likes it. And I think a lot of people probably feel that way. <laughs> the majority in, of people feel yeah, that way. It, 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 I, I love it in the sense that it goes against everything that was supposed everything. to be. Yeah, you know, it that took, should not have been a thing. Exactly. It took the foundation of this is music. Mm, and yeah. they just went, nah, we're yeah. going to do this. Yeah. But I think that's so fucking cool. It works so well. And you have bands like, um, to take this a slightly different direction, I Prevail and Issues who've taken the pop hardcore genre and have actually blown up because of it. Yeah, man. This is crazy idea. It's, it's crazy. super crazy. But again, it's just, I bet when, what's that, what's the country rapper? It's Lil Nas X, right? That's his name. Oh God, I have no idea. To be honest, I don't know I think any of the country at people. Forgive or me. Rap. Forgive me if that's <laughs> wrong. Um, I don't have it in my library, but when I hear it on the radio, I bob my head. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but that was the. I think that was the first song he put out. That's crazy. And he just said, "I'm gonna fucking destroy the market." Damn. And I think that's so cool. And it's not for me. I don't like it, but mm. I respect it. Respect you, the you hell out of it. You are forced to respect that. Yeah. Like, the amount of pressure he must have felt it's when he released that. Crazy. Like... It's so crazy. I couldn't imagine. Because that goes so against the grain of everything that is traditional about either country and hip-hop, rap. These are, like, opposite sides of the spectrum. Yeah. And very polarizing. Yeah. And everything that he did goes against everything that's involved in both of those markets Mm -hmm. which is shocking like i'm blown away and what i think is so cool about it is if you ask a majority of rap fans Mm. what's a what's your least favorite style of music they'll say country 100 percent. so i think it's cool that he took that and was like oh see what happens like (laughs) it was very calculated i will say that um and Mm. i think that's sick as fuck i think that's so cool it's insane you know it's like you know, if I see, if I'm, you know, driving my car and I see someone rocking an outfit that mm. I'm like, I don't know what's <laughs> going on with that, but I respect you for just fucking going out and doing it. For I think real. that's sick. Exactly. I think it's so dope. Exactly. And then you have like NF being, bringing this, well, have you heard his latest album? Mm-mm. Or do you like NF? I don't know what that is. Okay, that's fair. Um, he <laughs> gets, often gets compared to like a new Eminem. He apparently hates that comparison, but okay. um, yeah. He's very, very emotional rapper. And have you seen the movie Us? Just it came out last year, I think. I have heard of it, but I have okay. not seen it. I'm not a huge movie guy. Okay, neither am I. But my girlfriend is, so oh, we watch movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, I get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but Us, it was it was a pretty good movie. But the soundtrack was super like dark and classical and orchestra, like very orchestra, orchestrative, orchestra driven, yeah. dark. And NF's latest album is he's raps over like strings, like Beethoven style strings. Um, think that, but think very, very dark, and like um, um very dark, very emotional. Uh, a lot of dynamic, tons of dynamic. So it works really well. But it's something where you, th- when you like look at it on paper or th- imagine it, you're like, yeah, that can't be right. Totally. But then you hear it, and it's like, well, shit. 
<laughs> that, that that's right. That yeah, worked. <laughs> that's it. And that's what I'm talking about. Like people need to stop being so afraid to mm-hmm. go against the grain. And I think that's, you know, where <clears throat> entrepreneurship is going. Mm-hmm. People just want to go against the grain. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. And um, I think that's really cool. You know, like. 20, 30 years ago, uh, people were like, didn't want to hire people with tattoos. Yeah. And now those same people are like, I'm just going to fucking start my own business then. And 100%. All, so, so many of my friends have started up cool things and are just mm. crushing it. Yeah. Crushing it's, you it. You can do so much nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but that's really interesting how you're saying like, how things are changing and specifically within entrepreneurship and how that's fueling entrepreneurship. And that actually makes a lot of sense because like you have, I want to say like 30, maybe 30 years ago, um, everyone, the whole idea, like a generation ago, the whole idea was you have to go to college. Yeah. Even up to about probably 10 years ago before the internet. Yeah. It's like, even now it's still a big thing, but it was much bigger before, right? Like everyone was pushing college. Like you have, to go and you have to create this big career and work for this successful company and put in your time and hit your hours. And now everyone has looked at and a lot of people are going against the grain. And I th- I think you're right. I think that is fueling the entrepreneurship yeah. to say, you know what? Screw that. I can do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And then people are killing it. And the thing that I think people have figured out the the you can you can learn any trade just typing into google it's insanity it's insane so when people are like man i don't know how to do that i'm like mm. you have you have every resource you could ever want in your hand everything anything literally, literally anything when i i do a lot of um <clears throat> i do a lot of like maintenance for apartment buildings and stuff mm-hmm. on the side and i am not like a super handyman like that's just not me mm. but I've learned so much just being like my boss will say, hey, you got to figure this out. I go, okay, That's an amazing boss. Yeah, he goes, hey, I'm not there. You have to figure this out. I love that. Yeah, and and it puts you in a spot where where in my mind I go, cool, I can't fail. Mm -hmm. And I just Google stuff, right? And it blows my mind when I fix something Mm -hmm. and it runs the way it's supposed to. I'm like, <laughs> I did that. Exactly. You know what I mean? I, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. Um, my family literally just redid their entire basement, um, and from stuff you like, they hired uh, a friend of ours to do <coughs> like the um, put up sheetrock and stuff um, or drywall. And then other than that, like they did everything: electrical, plumbing. Um, they hired an electrician to connect it, and that was it to make it legal. Um, that was it. Everything else they just did themselves. YouTube. Like my older brother, he is. He's, the, he's very strange, and I love him to pieces for mm-hmm. it. Absolutely, he's one of the most brilliant people I've ever met because he can take anything and completely take it apart and then put it back together as if it were brand new. He's That's, doing that to a car right now, which is insane because of YouTube. And people like that just make me think because I'm like, <laughs> you know, as soon as someone's like, oh, I can't do this, mm-hmm. like there's someone who is – exactly like you Mm -hmm. and they're doing it yep you know like when my car my car broke down i was in atlanta one time this is actually a really funny story um i was uh delivering pizzas at the time you know in between touring and trying to keep a roof over my head (laughs) and uh 
I was in the parking lot and my car just stopped working. Mm. Yeah, I was doing a bunch of Google searching and stuff and I was like, oh, it must be the starter of my car. So I was like, all right, you know what? Like, I my car's already broken. I can't break <laughs> it any more than it is right now. Hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to try to fix my, my car. And replacing the starter is like easily the one of the easiest things oh, besides yeah. like putting air in your tire. <laughs> but I was so excited that oh, I yeah. did it. And the funny part of the story is that it was not my starter that needed oh, to be replaced. <laughs> it was my fuel pump gave out. And, oh, hell. But okay. all of the wire, because it was like a, an electrical fuel pump. Mm-hmm. So I had to get a, like a master electrician to come in and rewire it. And I was like, well, I probably couldn't have Googled that. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, like the, medical the, stuff yeah, the, might be. Yeah, the, star, the starter is fresh, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like definitely don't go and Google like. <laughs> How to do open heart surgery or something like you should. I'm sure there's tutorials, but um, just don't do that. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm, I'm all set. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just think people just need to just be OK with experiencing mm-hmm. things and failing mm-hmm. because I've learned everything that I know by failing mm-hmm. a lot, a lot, man. That's where literally the best people come from is the people who are the most successful is because they fail hundreds and hundreds of times Mm -hmm. they fail over and over and over and i totally don't want to get on a rant but i'm gonna so there's this idea that i have or that um i think i don't remember what podcast i was listening to that started to talk about it and it got me thinking life life isn't terribly complex mm-hmm. um, it's actually really simple it's difficult as hell like there are times where it's difficult as hell but I personally don't believe life is terribly complex if you want to get better at something or if you're struggling in an area or something isn't going your way the reason it's not going your way isn't because it's difficult it's because you haven't done it before Correct. so if, exactly if you do it a hundred times becomes that much easier if you do it a thousand times all of a sudden it becomes second nature and what was once so difficult is now second nature And it's this whole idea that the more you fail and the more you go through that process, the better you'll get and the better you'll be as a human, the better yourself you'll be. Mm -hmm. Man, I wish (laughs) I wish that I had the first batch of coffee I ever tried to roast. (laughs) Let me tell you what, that shit was awful. Terrible. Really? Awful. I mean, that makes sense, but damn, it's come a long way then. Okay, so the first time you ever tried to play drums. Oh, hell. Oh, my God. No, that's fair. And this is and this is another thing. I know you said we were going to like brush mm. on music, but I feel mm-hmm. like we're talking about it a lot. Well, this which is fine. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. I don't care. But um, people, when they see a musician, they go, man, I just don't have that ability. Mm. And that. I, I will agree that I think that there is something in a human that makes them particularly good at certain things. Mm-hmm. However, I didn't just, <clears throat> I didn't just sit behind a kit and could just play, yeah. you know, like I, my God, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, I remember trying to play the most basic beat I possibly could for months, mm-hmm. months. And I remember just getting so frustrated, but I just never stopped. Mm. And I think also with that is go for like what, 
what your passion is driven by. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting here trying to learn like super basic, like rock beats and stuff. And I was like, this is, this doesn't feel like it applies to me at the time. And so I started learning like disturbed songs and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) But I started learning like disturbed songs and it was, it blew my mind when I sat behind the kit I used to be in school. Mm. I would have my headphones on during like study hall and I'm like tapping on my legs 100%. and stuff to the songs. And that's how I taught myself. That's funny. Same. Yeah. yeah. So, and then one day I was like, I'm going to go home and like, if my, if, if no one's home, I'm going to try to play this song. And I went home, got behind the kit. And I, at the time was like, Oh my God, I, can't believe i just played the song i'm sure it's fucking terrible but yeah i feel that (laughs) but the amount of like joy that gave me is what that that spark never went away Mm. it's a it's like a pilot light Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it just never goes out Mm. it's up to you to kind of fuel the intensity of it you Mm. know so i think you know if you want to do something do it in the way that you want to do it. Mm. If there's, there's not like a, there's not like a tutorial or strict way to learn how to paint, just fucking paint, do whatever you want. It doesn't yeah. matter. You know, if it sucks, try it again. Yeah. You still created something. And that to me is cool. Mm. You know, that's amazing. And there's pretty much guaranteed to be a market for whatever you're making yeah. out there somewhere. Yeah. Or even just for fun, too. 100%. You know what I mean? 100%. Like, you know, my my girlfriend, she she does painting and she was painting some like really sick shit. And I'm like, dude, this is awesome. And she'd be like, uh, I don't know if anyone would like it. And I was like, who gives a fuck if anyone likes it? If you like it, that's all that matters. Exactly. You know, I, she mm. did, um, she painted like a, like this coffee mug on like next to a window looking outside mm-hmm. and it was sick. She's like, yeah, I don't, I don't like how like this came out. And I was like, but look at the whole fucking thing. You created something that didn't exist before you mm. made it. That is a crazy Isn't perspective. Isn't that a crazy perspective? Same thing with the coffee, everything, man. Literally. Everything. This podcast. Yeah. You're creating something that has never been created before. Isn't that insane to think about? That is blowing my <laughs> mind right now. Yeah. But that, that is exactly what so much of the creative, so much of the art aspect is. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so to tie right in with that, there's this idea that, like, you can never go back to a point before you knew someone. Like, I can never, in the rest of my life, like, I, I've met you. I can never, for the rest of my life, go to a point where I have not met you. Mm-hmm. I know you. Yeah. I met you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, in a relationally, it's a similar thing. Um, but to create, like, creating something that has never been created before. Yeah. All the time. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that is nuts. If that doesn't fuel your passion, that I don't is know. Nuts. What, I don't know what would. If the, if that doesn't make you stoked on what you're doing, then I don't know. Nothing at that point. Yeah, I can't exactly. think of anything. Yeah. I am so at a loss for words. What the hell? That doesn't happen often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that's the kind of stuff that I think about when I when I'm trying to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, is you're 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 always creating. I think humans are meant to create. Mm. Um, <clears throat> I mean, look at like how society is built up. 
if you told people 300 years ago that there'd be schools and cars and shit, they would be like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah. The same thing if people from 300 years ago or 300 years in the future from mm-hmm. now somehow could communicate with us and told us, hey, the world's going to be like this. Yeah. We'd have, n- we'd be, most people would be like, Fuck you. 100%. Yeah, unless the unless the world blows up or something. But exactly. Maybe. It's about the only predictable thing we got going. Yeah. Um, dang. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. Like I right s- now, talking on this podcast, yeah. you, you are creating something that would have never existed if you didn't do it. Isn't that sick? That is so... It's so such a simple concept. But when you f- understand that, like when that clicks... When it clicked, it's like that spark you were talking about. Mm-hmm. It's you can't not get stoked on that. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with music. Like all the songs that you write, all the paintings you draw, whatever mm. it is, mm. it didn't exist before you did it. Mm. You know? There's so few things in this world that are like that. And even like, you think about like a musician doing a cover of a mm. song. Mm. How many covers do you know got massive on YouTube or whatever? Oh yeah, that didn't that that song may have existed, but that mm. version of it didn't. Yeah, and then there's there's twenty million people that would have never saw that. It's true, and that probably inspired ten percent of those people to go try to do their own covers. And you're like fueling other people's things. Dang. You know, that's how it all works. When I drop off coffee, I'm on my bike. I just want to like. <laughs> I want to hug people and be like, dude, go fucking smash your day. You know what I mean? Go be a fucking badass. Yes. You know? Yeah. And that's it. That's it. And I take off. That's That's amazing. all I want. That's amazing. Here's your fuel. Here's a little fucking bullshit that I tell people. Like, yeah. just some motivational stuff. And I'm like, go fucking. Go do go it. Go do it. Have the best day at work today. Anything. That can change people's day. It's crazy. It changed. It's so incredible how, like, a little motivation a little connection a little human connection completely revolutionized someone's day it happens a lot in coffee shops oh all the time the, the, That's why I the love it. um and i'm sure you being a barista is like you get that on the other side but mm. i've walked into a lot of a lot of coffee shops and people are just mm. you know bummed or they're like it's super busy and they're getting flustered right yeah. and when you're in that headspace, you're just, you can't see, you're like, put yourself in a bubble that you mm-hmm. can't see out, out mm-hmm. of, right? And when I see that stuff happening, I'm just like, hey, <laughs> over here, how's your day? How are you doing? That makes... And it's like, you kind of like pop their bubble and they mm-hmm. like look around, they're like, oh, shit, yeah, I'm alive, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. It's amazing. Keep being alive. That's <laughs> sick. You know what I mean? They go, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then literally watch them just change, mm. change path. It's it's so funny. So, because I worked at, yeah, coffee shop for like almost a decade, um, which I feel like I bring up in every episode, but mm-hmm. that, that's fine. Um, watching people walk in and you'll see them glued to their phone or like getting super stressed on the phone. They have a, you can tell they're getting real anxious and doing exactly what you said coming from the other end. Like just being like, yo, how's your day? Like, Hey, hi human. Yeah. You and like saying your outfit looks amazing. Yeah. Cause they intentionally put on everything that they are wearing. It was an intentional choice. So pointing out and saying you did a good job. Yeah. People love that shit. Yeah. Um, little things like that. 
and then you watch them leave and they're glowing mm-hmm. and it's amazing it's yeah. one of the best feelings yeah outside of performing it's like one of the best feelings yeah like i love i love empowering people i love when people come and talk to me <clears throat> and i'm not i'm not like a guy that i don't i will fully admit i don't know everything mm-hmm. quite frankly i probably don't even know that much what i do know pretty well i believe is emotion and how mm-hmm. people work mm-hmm. um and i just i just want to see people just do cool stuff that's mm-hmm. it i don't i just want to see people you know go paint yeah go build fucking buildings go pave roads like whatever you think is so cool your friends or family might be like that's stupid even if you're like i love building trash cans i don't give a fuck what it is if that's mm. something that you're like fucking stoked on just do then it go do it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter because when you become successful at that mm. thing people are gonna go how did you do that mm. that's so cool mm. Right? Could you imagine your friend coming up to you and saying, hey, I want to start a trash can business. I want to make trash cans. Here you go. Like, okay. okay. All right, buddy. Okay. Yeah, you've kind of like lost your marbles a little bit. Yep. That company grows to be successful. Mm. And that dude, who knows, is making crazy, innovative style trash cans mm. that people just love. Or maybe they're super good for the environment or something like that and then all of a sudden people people will understand the vision that you were originally trying to portray and they're Mm. gonna go oh oh i get it now yeah Yeah, i like this that exactly when i told people that i wanted to deliver coffee on a motorcycle they were like (laughs) how are you gonna keep up with that and i said i don't know Mm. i don't have an answer for that question Mm -hmm. but i fucking love making coffee yeah i love seeing people I love riding motorcycles. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Why not? It's actually hilarious. Whenever I describe you, I'm like, he is the most dudeliest dude you'll ever <laughs> meet. Shows I up. Don't, I don't know about the dudeliest dude, but I appreciate this. Yeah. Thing, I'm like, he shows up at your house. He's got this big beard, this tiger uh, tattooed across his chest. Shows up at your house on a bike and he's like, here's your coffee. It's yeah. like, yeah. how can you not get more masculine and intense than that? And it's amazing. And then um, I'm also like... Hey, you look good today. I'm yeah, like, you, look good today. you know, <laughs> I feel like the lion is—he's uh, a very nice lion. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that's and that's as I've gotten to know you, that's uh, been a distinction. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Which is really interesting. Yeah. Do you get a lot of um, comments about how there's, does this? I, there, blah, words. There's this idea of like this hyper masculine super like jacked you know big beard and covered in tattoos or this like very alpha super strong dude right um and you may like you fit a lot of that and so to show up and then be like yo i like your hair today man Mm -hmm. yeah to have like a human connection you have more emotion than i think a lot of people do where you show it and you know how to connect with people more than a lot of people do Mm -hmm. um do you feel like any sort of disconnection there i don't feel disconnection because i'm just i'm not scared to show emotion Mm. like if i'm proud of someone i'm gonna tell them Mm. or if one of my friends is like 
going through a depression or something like that, I'm going to be there for him. I don't, I'm not going to say, oh, you know, toughen up, man. It's fine. It's not fine. No. You're fucking upset. Let's talk yeah. about it. I'm here to give you advice. Yeah. I treat everyone, strangers, dude, I've sat with fucking people I didn't even know and talked to them about what they're going through and helped someone and never saw them again. That's amazing. But that's yeah. like, but that's, that's to me what it's about. And especially, especially being a touring musician, man. I've, I played a show in Michigan. This is one of my favorite stories ever. Um, there was a band that was headlining the show. And they're like kids from high school had like horrible gear. And mm-hmm. like the drummer's kit was literally falling apart. Right. Yep. There, his snare stand was actually dismantling while he's playing because it was so oh, old. Hell. So, I <laughs> ran up on stage while this kid's playing, and I held up his snare drum for his whole set. And then once their set was done, I ran back out into the crowd. Me and my band uh, started telling people that you know, like encore, encore, encore. We got this band to do an encore. Ran back on stage, held his snare drum for the encore. I gave that kid, I gave one of the band members a pair of sticks because they were just like, you you guys are the coolest, whatever. And probably like a month after that tour, I got a message on Facebook from the kid that I gave the sticks to. And he was like, yeah, my drummer, he hung him up on his wall. And I was like, what the fuck? And, and, I, and again, I'm thinking to myself, I'm just like a fucking loser from Maine. Like, yeah. how does that even happen? Yeah. But that's the thing is like, I'm not like, mm-hmm. there's probably people in the, cr- in the crowd that were hating on that band and thinking mm-hmm. they're fucking losers and they suck, whatever. I don't care about any of that. Mm-hmm. I care about those kids have heart and they're out here trying with what they have. Yeah. I think that's sick and I'm going to support it. Even if it means giving them a pair of sticks and holding up his snare drum and like, telling he's sick you know what i mean yeah. that's all i care about because yeah. at one point whether you realize it or not someone did that for you 100 percent. you know like when i was not good at drums i'm sure people clown on me all the fucking time mm. but there was those people who said hey man if you stick with it you're gonna get good at it yeah and those were the people that i listened to yeah regardless of whether they were my friends or not whatever i didn't mm. care mm. it just made me happy it's all i follow yeah. If it makes me happy, I want to do it. If it doesn't make me happy, I'll stop. Yeah. Really simple. And that goes back to what you were saying about life, too. Yeah. Just make it. It doesn't need to be as complex. Mm. And there's. Excuse me. Um, there's a lot of complex moments in life. Mm. And the best way to get through those, in my experience, is just try to simplify it. Mm. You know, don't play like the I wish this or I wish that. Yeah. Say these are the cards that I have in my hand. Yeah. What is the absolute best move that I can do with these right now? That's it. Then once you get through that, slowly figure out, okay, how do I get better cards in my hand? If that's mm. what you want. Yeah. Or how do I keep these cards? doesn't matter. Yeah. It's all perspective. That perspective is so key. Mm-hmm. So how, because you've developed this perspective, I imagine, over a lot of years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What has been some things that have helped you develop it? Just experience or? Just constantly trying to push myself outside of my comfort zone. Mm. 
Um, I dealt with <clears throat> and still do. I dealt with like really crippling anxiety when mm. I was when I was younger, um, like getting out of high school. You're kind of like in my eyes, I was like, man, I'm just like being kicked out into life and been like, all right. Yep. <laughs> we didn't really teach you anything. So have fun, you know. It's like that. you can name the presidents, but like, how do you get a job? Not a clue. How do you do taxes? You have no fucking idea, right? Not a clue. And I remember. That always, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Right? It's, it's crazy. It's so insane. People are not ready for the real world no, when they get out of high school. You have to go to college to learn how to do taxes. That's fucking. That's insane. dog shit. That's yeah. bullshit. But, um, so, I let that rule my life for a long mm-hmm. time, and again, it still does. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so funny like talking about this stuff um, it always reverts back to like music and coffee somehow <laughs> so um, I used to like be terrified of just talking to people I didn't know because mm-hmm. I always had that voice in my head that was like they're going to think you're weird don't mm-hmm. fucking talk to them don't talk to them whatever and this local coffee shop that I used to go to, um, <clears throat> I would always just try to force myself to have some sort of conversation. And I started off really, really basic, literally just saying, hey, before I ordered a cup of coffee. Because I would yes. always be the guy that yeah. like, I sat at the counter and I'm like, kind of like curled up in a ball a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You you can tell that I'm just like fucking terrified to talk to this person. Yeah. And they're like, can can I help you? And I'm like, coffee? <laughs> yeah, you know? That 100%. was me ordering coffee. It was crazy. And so I just started by just going up to the counter and I would just, I would force myself. I was like sweating. <laughs> and I would just force myself, just be like, hey. And they'd be like, Hey, how you doing? I'd be like, good. Can I get a <laughs> cup of coffee? And that's how I started. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually, I started working towards like, hey, how's your day going? Mm. And they'd be like, good. How's yours? I'd be like, good. Can I get a cup of coffee? Yeah. And then, you know, I, I got comfortable. Mm-hmm. I like kind of taught myself like, all right, cool. I'm mm-hmm. not going to like get fucking murdered if I say hi to someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? 100%. Like you have those like. It's literally a progression you have to make. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think it's I think the hardest part. And this goes for a lot of things, too. It's just taking that first step mm-hmm. and finding finding your way to navigate through it. Because mm. a lot of people are going to say you need to do this. You need to do that. Yeah what feels good to you mm-hmm. that's all that matters it's your it's your anxiety or your depression mm-hmm. that's all it is it's not it's not mine mm-hmm. it's yours how do you what what do you wish you could do about it mm-hmm. chances are usually when you wish you could do something about it you can mm-hmm. um and like i don't believe in like you know i cured my anxiety all right mm-hmm. i don't have depression anymore i don't believe in that yeah. Dude, there's days that I don't want to leave the bed. Yeah. But I always push myself for something better. Mm. Always. I'm constantly doing that. Mm. And that's kind of like where I feel my salvation is. Like, I'm always trying to like one up myself. I basically just, if I can, if I'm, you know, roasting coffee and I'm like combining a bunch of different things and I'm like, 
all right, this is a nine. How do I get to a 10? Yeah. You know what I mean? And that, that gives me that like <laughs> satisfaction and that, that drive, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, and yeah, I think, um, forcing yourself into uncomfortable situations just to prove to yourself, like it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Or, you know, I can, I didn't die. That's great. That's, that's, and it's crazy that that's the, that's the thought. That that's goes exactly through your what head. goes through everyone's mind. It's funny. I had a very similar situation, like life uh, growing up as you um, was super, super introverted. Um, when I graduated from high school, I was like, oh God, I have to talk to people. Like I went more than a week without talking to a single soul. Yep. It's like me and my TV is my school. That's it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't need to talk to anyone. Um, and I remember I got out of high school and I was like, okay. When I, and then I went into college and in my um, interpersonal communications uh, class, I realized that my life was dominated by like five specific fears, like fear of rejection, fear of what others think, fear of the unknown, um, two others that I can't remember. Um, and so for my final, I created exactly a similar thing that you did, a hierarchy for each fear of, okay, if I want to get over this fear, what's the first step? What's mm -hmm. one thing that I could do today that I'm scared to do, but I think I could do? And it was literally, it was the same thing as you. I was like, go into the grocery store and say hi to the cashier. Yeah. That was literally my first step. And I was like, so I did it. And I realized they didn't like blow up at me. They weren't upset. The person behind me didn't think I was holding up the line. Like it wasn't a big deal. Mm -hmm. And then I went, I was like, okay, I got to a point where I'm like, have one conversation with a stranger every day. And like, you just slowly move forward. And I literally applied at Starbucks because I wanted to get better at talking to people yeah. because I sucked at it. And I'm like, this is an atmosphere where you need that skill. And I'm bad at it, so I'm putting myself in that atmosphere yeah. because my comfort zone is here and where I want to be is out here, so I have to move towards it. Totally. And it's just that step by step. Like right now, I am very, it's this weird thing. I've come back to being very afraid of what others think. Yeah. And like this podcast is helping a lot within that. And I have like a whole program of like what I'm doing presently step by step to get over that. Yeah. Um, and it's like that progression is so necessary. Yeah. And yeah, like I said before, I just think it's all about like pushing yourself. Like mm. I've never been on a podcast before. Mm. So <laughs> having a microphone in front of me and talking at first was just like, oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> hope I don't say anything fucking stupid. I probably have, but I mean, whatever. <laughs> it's already said. <laughs> it's it said it's happened. Exactly. I wouldn't say so, but it said it's yeah. happened. If you have, it's fine. And But that's the thing. It's exactly. Hundred percent fine. No one's gonna come in here with a gun and kill me because I said something exactly. stupid on you. You know what I mean? Like exactly. it's 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 the it's understanding that your mind mm. for reasons that I cannot explain will create these scenarios that are just so so insane when you say them out loud, mm. but in your head they make they're so real. So real. Yeah. And um, especially touring, man, like any touring musician out there, like I, my heart goes out to you because it's, kudos, it's, yeah. it's fucking hard out there, man. And I know everyone has like the cool guy persona and stuff, but like a lot of those yeah. dudes are like anxious messes. Mm, 100%. And, but I think 
being able to like whenever I toured with people, I'd always just try to talk. I yeah. just want to talk to people and connect. Yeah. Like someone like if I was with if I was out touring with someone, I felt like they're they're feeling weird or I got mm-hmm. like weird. I'd be like, Hey, are you good? You all right? That's it. It's as simple as that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and it makes a world of a difference. Same thing between that and like someone working at a coffee shop or a mm. grocery store. It's all about just like, how are you? Yeah. Opening the world to That's others it. around you. Yeah. It's not just me in this world with my yeah. little iPhone and my worries and my stress. It's yeah. Not, there's other people around here. Totally. And like opening your eyes to that. Yeah. And, you know, the other thing too is like, if there's like if you're taking these steps and there's a day where you're like man I'm I just I can't today mm-hmm. then don't yeah take a day off that's yeah. fine if you want to just be fucking introverted or mm-hmm. you're you're feeling like way too anxious or you're just in a rut that you just can't shake understand that being in that place mm-hmm. sucks but it's okay like it's okay mm-hmm. to be in in that place it's just at some point, I believe, and this is just me. This mm-hmm. is, I can only speak on what's worked for me. Yeah. Um, I believe that you have to do your best to try to get out of it mm-hmm. somehow. Whatever Anything. your best is. Anything, yeah. yeah. Even if your best is simply just saying, hey, mm. that's it. Like, that. that it doesn't need to be any more than that. Like some people are terrified of trying medications or going to therapy or whatever. They're scared of people judging them for therapy or like Mm -hmm. whatever, like therapy. When I did, it was one of my favorite things on the planet to have someone, to to have someone just sit across from you and just be like, tell me anything you want. It's so liberating. It's so liberating. There's this weird stigma behind it. Yeah. And like or attached to it, but it is so freeing and just oh, like you can just relax. Yeah. In a way that you can't or you feel like you can't in the rest of your life. Yeah. And I think the most important part of it was for me mm-hmm. was it taught me how to navigate my mind. Like mm-hmm. I like I kind of figured out how I was wired and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, Oh, okay. And they start taking all the like past traumas and stuff that you went through and you're like, Oh, I understand now. I mm. get where this comes from and how I handled it. Mm. And now like I feel like I'm equipped with the proper tools, right? Yeah. And they're tools. You have to use them. It's not like go to therapy and then you're fucking you're you're you know like <laughs> you're, only you're fucking that. fixed dude <laughs> if only no way i'm gonna be a fucking mess of a human might the rest of my life mm-hmm. but i want to be the best mess that i can be mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah i um, honestly feel like that should be something everyone should go through everyone should have um is that therapy or like that should be how do i want to say this I feel like that should be within the, before you graduate high school, you should have gone through that. Because learning those skills of how to navigate your mind and how to judge, okay, this is what I'm feeling. This is why I'm feeling it. And is this really what I, how I'm, is this really how I'm feeling? Yeah. Yeah, because there's, those three are very, three distinct things. Even though they can seem, can get super blurry. Um, Yeah. And I think, you know, I don't even think it's necessarily like go to therapy and experience that. Mm -hmm. I just think 
it should be you know whatever 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 sets your fire you know mm. whatever you feel is your therapy mm. drinking coffee huge therapy of mine mm. um like i love how like warm the cup of coffee is when i feel anxious this is mm-hmm. this is i love drinking coffee and it's kind of and it's That's kind funny. of funny because you would think yeah. it heightens and this is why i say it's different for everyone mm. because i know a lot of people when they drink coffee when they're anxious it just makes it worse they get like you know yeah. like jittery and whatever but for me i it calms me down because it's a warm it's warm like I drink my coffee black, so it's like bitter, mm. and it's like, it's almost like getting like punched in the mouth, you know, a little <laughs> bit, because you like take a sip, you're like, and you're like, you kind of like just go, oh shit, okay, mm. you know, you kind of have that moment when you get out of like a panic attack, you know, yeah. you have that moment where like reality kind of clicks in, you're like, oh shit, I'm I'm in a room on a podcast right now, like what the, you know what I mean, like that 100%. that kind of thing happens, absolutely. So, um. When I drink a cup of coffee, it kind of helps me with that. Mm. Or like tea sometimes helps too. Like stuff like just like hot liquids, mm. I guess, like hot yeah. drinks. I love them. Mm. I love them. I'm drinking hot black coffee on a hundred degree day. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. You know what I mean? Um, I get a lot. I <laughs> My friends make fun of me so bad for that, but I can't help it. It's it does the same thing for me no matter mm. no matter you know mm-hmm. no matter what it is you know it's just you know so I can't sit here and say this is the definitive way to cure this is how mm. you cure anxiety drink a yeah. hot black cup of coffee <laughs> it'll fucking cure you no that's, a, yeah. that's what worked for me yeah and that's my point with like medication therapy mm. art anything it's what works for you mm-hmm. it doesn't matter be yourself. Yeah. There's already, there's already, there's, you already exist. So it would be a shame for my personality to try to be like you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you already, ex- you don't want two, two of you, right? One of me is plenty. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. Same. Anyone who wants to be like me, fucking don't, don't, you do uh-huh. not want this, but like, you, you kind of like, it's almost like you take away from the world when you try mm-hmm. to be someone else in my eyes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think that you should be who you, whoever you want to be. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Dude, there's people still doing circus stuff. It doesn't fucking matter what you do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. As does long not, as you love it. Yeah. And like, I think it's crazy when people get like, there's too much hate in the world, man. Mm-hmm. There really is. I, I think it's, I think it's bullshit. I think it's toxic and like i've had my my moments where i haven't been the best person on the planet but i always with that perspective in mind i always try to support people and i always try to i want people to feel accepted mm-hmm. i don't care where you come mm-hmm. from i don't care how you dress. I don't care what your, what your personality is. If you are just being yourself, Mm -hmm. that's dope. hundred percent. You know what I mean? And everyone's longing for that acceptance and for that support. Every single person is longing for that. Mm -hmm. And like, if you're willing to give that, everyone becomes better around you. Yeah. Isn't that the point? 
Yeah, and I think it's ironic that you kind of, it's like you have to not care about what people think of you to get the right people to care about you. You know what I mean? Isn't that like kind of a weird thing? Wait, can you explain that a little bit more? So if I'm trying to be something I'm not, Mm -hmm. people that I probably don't really care about are going to want to be around me. Mm. Whereas if I'm trying to be you know, authentic. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do my coffee business. I'm trying to fucking record music and I'm trying to like play cool shows and just do what fulfills my needs and what makes me happy. Yeah. Chances are I'm going to be surrounded by people who support that. Mm-hmm. So when I think that when you try to fit into something that you're not, that's not you true who you are, mm-hmm you make yourself more miserable because you're going to be surrounded by people that you don't really care about. It just becomes this whole spiral. Yeah. And you know, that might not always be the case, mm-hmm. but I found that in my own life. Yeah. You know, I was like, oops, sorry. <laughs> is this thing on? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 when I worked in the kitchen, especially man, mm-hmm. it was like such a toxic environment. Mm-hmm. Awful. And I felt like the only way I was able to survive for a long time was to just adapt. Mm-hmm. And I was fucking miserable. And then I was like, man, I can, I'm better than this. I don't need to do this. You know, not like I'm better than them, but it's, I'm better than the person that I'm trying to be. Yeah. You That's know? a beautiful distinction too. It's a very important distinction. Yeah. Yeah. Is making, not making the judgment saying I'm better than these other people that are around yeah. here, but no, I'm better than the person that I'm trying to be when I'm with them. Yeah. And that's very important. Yeah. I just felt like I wasn't, it felt like I wasn't being me mm. and I didn't, I hated it. I hated it. It was miserable. Mm. And, um, I started searching for, <laughs> I used to, uh, before I started, uh, working at the studio, um, I used to go to that coffee shop that I learned how to basically interact with humans. Mm -hmm. Um, And I found online that there was these like business seminars, Mm. right? People teaching you like things about business or marketing. And I found a bunch of things online, like articles about like touring and making connections and Mm. all this stuff and books. I would wake up at like, nine every day I would drive to the coffee shop and I would drink coffee and I would sit there and study I'd be I had I had notebooks that I would write in when I did the business seminar classes and stuff until 4 p.m and then I would go walk across the street to the place that I worked mm-hmm. I'd close the kitchen you know get mm-hmm. out get out at like 1 a.m go home you know take a shower sleep wake up do it again because that's what made me happy yeah that's what i enjoyed doing yeah because i felt like i was taking my life into my own hands where i was Mm. like i've always wanted to learn about business yeah and i don't want to go to school for it yeah so what do i do yeah you can learn so freaking much yeah yeah and then i realized like oh i can just look up literally anything and that's kind of where i made the discoveries of like people doing like webinars and stuff like that and i was like this is so cool oh it's it's the shit it's nuts it's so cool and that's kind of what what 
that was like the start of my driving force you know mm-hmm. what i mean so mm-hmm. i thought that that was awesome and um i didn't care i didn't mm. hang like i would tell people that and they'd be like all right like yeah. that sounds fucking wicked boring <laughs> <laughs> and i was like yeah well more for me i guess exactly you know what I mean? exactly Sick. if you love it you love it that's it yeah it's like i would be bored as hell if i wasn't working and constantly doing something I loved. Like yeah. I get up at four or five every morning. I'm in bed by like 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm caught, I fill my day with this, with editing, uh, editing audio, with learning drums, with I'm actually in school. So with schoolwork, with working, all of this stuff to better myself because that's what I love. Totally. It's that personal development and bettering myself every single day. Yeah. And people look at me and they're like, you do what? You, you must hate your life. And I'm like, no. My life couldn't get too much better. It could, but not a whole lot better than yeah. it is right now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty great. I love who I am and what I'm doing. Yeah, and and there's a distinction that I want to make for people trying to do their own thing. Mm. Um, I feel like entrepreneurship right now is kind of like a fad, right? Mm. It's it's in style, kind of. You know, it's there's this, a lot of yeah. There's a lot of people trying. There's a lot to, of wanna, entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yeah. And, and those people, I Mm -hmm. still, that's dope. Mm -hmm. My thing is, is like, if you're not happy doing it, just don't do it. Yeah. Because no one's going to be upset with you if you don't try to do your own business or whatever. Yeah. It's just, again, this goes back to the thing I was talking about with anxiety and stuff. It's, it's all about what works for you. Mm -hmm. Not, there's not a set equation. If there was we wouldn't have half the problems we have in life, but it's about like what fuels you and do that. If fueling, there's people that make a shit ton of money playing video games. Blows my mind. When I realized that it blew my mind. Crazy. Right. How many people get shit on for locking themselves in their room and playing Mm -hmm. videos? So many. Mm -hmm. Right. But if that person comes out of their room and they're like, hey, mom, dad, I have a million dollars in my bank account. I'm going to go buy a house. They're going to go, what? Yeah. Excuse me? <laughs> That's you, the thing is that yeah. it's just be smart about whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. Or if you just like if you love working 40 hours a week, you make enough money to pay your rent mm-hmm. and you love to like go out partying with your friends and you know doing whatever shopping Mm -hmm. anything if that makes you happy fucking do it just don't Mm. hurt anyone in the process yeah you know what i mean yeah um like there are people for all walks of life and all different lifestyles just whatever whatever you feel is best for you just do that it literally doesn't matter like Mm. I just I I just think people should just do whatever they think is best for their well-being. Just mm-hmm. do that. Do you think social media there has dampened that or at least yeah, has dampened I that. think I think so social media is a very interesting thing for me because mm. I think that is it, it's extremely beneficial and extremely toxic at the same time. Mm. And I think it's all about perspective on it. Your okay. perspective. Okay, enlighten me. I'm so intrigued. So, obviously, you can use social media as a platform to yeah. do literally anything. Anything. You can literally have your own... You can have a website 
and be making shit in your house. And mm. if you have enough Instagram followers and post cool enough content, people will buy your stuff and you'll have a business. It's nuts what you can do with social it's media nuts. from a business perspective. It's absolutely insane. At the same time, I think that there is a lot of people who will try to like post stuff for likes or mm. you know, whatever. Like they search for the acceptance there, which that doesn't make me very happy. So I can't say what makes other people happy, but I think that it, 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 I think also social media has kind of deterred like our ability to talk to people just face to face. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. Um, I think that's just, I bring that up in every single episode intentionally, but it's ironic because we are on a podcast, (laughs) you know what I mean? So it's like, that's, that's my point is that it's, it's all, it's such a situational thing Yeah. where like if you're constantly checking Instagram and you're like, man, I wish I was in Miami on the beach or yep. I wish that I was out partying with these celebrities or mm. I wish that I was on this sick ass tour with like from this photographer. It's like yeah. one, like you're not. So <laughs> fucking either figure out a way to get there mm. or don't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, two, like chances are the person posting that picture isn't doing as great as they say that they are. There's been so many times where like me, myself, I've been on tour. Mm -hmm. This is a perfect example. Been on tour, literally have fucking $7 in my checking account. And I'm like posting, like we had like, you know, five people come out to the show the night before posting on social media being like man fucking what virginia last night you were crazy <laughs> new york you're up next show me what you got you know what I mean? it's like yeah it's almost yeah, like you know you, i get you, it but you can't like you can't sell a product that's like yeah. thanks to the five people that came out like exactly. hope that we have a great attendance again in new york it's people are gonna go i, I don't want to see that fucking band exactly you know so mm-hmm. And it sucks that it has to be like that. I wish that it was like, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. I guess you Mm. could be like, hey, it was sick to have even one person come out to a show in in Virginia. Mm -hmm. That stuff always blew my mind too. And also you'd show up to a venue and they'd be like, you know, like a piece of plywood on the ground. They're like, that's the stage. Those shows, (laughs) you're always loading in and everyone's looking at each other like, like, is uh, oh boy Are we yeah do we sign up for, <laughs> do we sign up for this okay shit here we yep. go and those shows almost always pop off it's those so are always crazy. the best it's ones. so crazy god those are the ones that stick out in your mind the most <laughs> yeah. every single time it's so wild it mm. blows my mind dude like i think we played like in the back one of the coolest shows ever um Played in the back of like a, it was a coffee shop in uh, Oklahoma. Oh, hilarious. Okay. Yeah. Called the, uh, oh, fuck. What was it called? I don't remember what it was called. Mm. Dang. Anyways. Yeah. So where I show up and I'm like, this is sick. I'm playing a coffee shop. <laughs> fuck yeah. Let's go. We loaded, so we have to load. This in. was like a hardcore band, right? Uh, no, this was actually um, 
this was like a like an indie. Okay. Okay. This makes a little more sense. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So showed up, and we're playing on like this rickety stage, and like there's no sound really. Like it's just like a microphone. Yep. And they're like, like oh. yeah, we have a PA, and they have a mic connected to a little amp. You're yeah, like, exactly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're like, fuck, man, what are yeah. we about to get into right now? Mm. So I go and, like, start – I just, like, get all my stuff set up. I go to the coffee shop. Coffee shop's sick as fuck. Mm. So, so nice in there. All the, like, the baristas were so cool, and um, the vibe was awesome. And uh, I'm like drinking coffee, just chilling for a while. Doors opened up. Um, and I'm like, you know, we're like playing like kind of soon. I want to see some of the other bands. And like, you know, I walk out and there's like the room is like packed. And I'm like, Hell what the yeah. fuck just happened? And that show was so sick. Mm. So sick. Um, and like, that's the thing is, is it's just it blows my mind every time that that stuff happens because mm -hmm. it's like you almost like stop taking yourself seriously and allow yourself to just like hey i'm gonna just like have fun make the best of it and those yep. are always the best shows every single time yeah yeah it's funny when i a couple years ago um i played up in uh canada you actually gave me the gig yeah. um yeah with a the very reverend, I believe the name was. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we played a, a very similar <laughs> situation. Yeah. yeah, um, and we played. We showed up, and there was just this art studio, and I'm like, "This is interesting. Never played in an art studio. This is gonna be like, barely had a sound, anything set up. I'm like, okay, well, and I, I went through the same exact process. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be a really like, odd show. And then there, I think there were like four bands on the bill too. Yeah. Um, and then like 20 minutes before the show starts, um, we get out of the car, we're heading in and the place is packed. Like you can barely move shoulder to shoulder with people and everyone is there super stoked, super supporting every single band that played. And it was one of the most fun shows I've played in years. It was absolutely amazing. Damn, that's yeah. sick. Oh, dude, it was so incredible. That's awesome. At a fucking art studio. Yeah. Like, who would have thought? But Trust it's, me. Yeah. I've been there. I played a loaded into a skate park. And when I say a into a skate park, an indoor skate park oh, in Florida. Interesting. Did you guys play in like the no, pool area? No. no they, okay. Dude, this dude. <laughs> when I say skate park, they mm. had like two quarter pipes. And like a rail and it was like oh that's funny yeah like no it was you ever see like an old dirty garage and like the concrete's like super mm. wavy and like it's just like even if you sweep the ground it's still dirty yeah, yeah. that was this place that's hilarious and like we uh <laughs> it was on halloween ironically when we played and for some fucking reason, the owner of the venue, skate park, whatever you want to call it, um, he had like a bunch of costumes. He was mm. like, you know, we, were, we we anticipated playing for like younger crowd. Yeah. And uh, all the bands that we were touring with were like, nah, we don't want to dress up. And all of us were like, like, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. We Absolutely. And people people remembered us from that that's hilarious because we were just like we don't care exactly. whatever let's just have fun who gives yeah. a fuck who cares mm. 
throw the fucking egos aside. It mm. doesn't matter. It mm. doesn't matter. Dude, I was I <laughs> I had like whatever was left of the Halloween pickings mm-hmm. and um like I think my bass player was a stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. Um vocalist was uh a gorilla in a full <laughs> gorilla suit. Oh damn. Yeah. Dude, that's like intense. Oh yeah. You're yeah. moving around. No, and, like... this one, we didn't half ass it at all. Like we were <laughs> we were like, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna fucking do this. Wow. Yes. Serious uh, my respect. Other good, my guitar player had the uh, Burger King outfit. <laughs> the whole thing, dude. The How whole did they hold thing. The guitar? I don't. What the hell? He had the whole Burger King outfit, and I, uh, <laughs> I like, I dressed up as some. I I remember telling everyone that I was I didn't have any pants with my outfit. Mm-hmm. It was just like the shirt and the hair and the hat or whatever. So I told everyone that I was Amish from the waist up. <laughs> I remember seeing all these photos on Instagram. Yeah. This looked, it looked insane. Yeah. It looked like so much fun. And that's the thing is that yeah. like you, it was almost like instead of being like, oh man, I wish the show was going to mm-hmm. be like fucking packed and whatever. There's like 30, 40 kids there, mm-hmm. which is still great. That's yeah. awesome. That's a great turnout. But we were just like, yeah, let's just fucking, let's, let's send fun. it. Who cares? That's you know, what let's I'm have talking fun. about. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Mm. Um, so yeah, I just think being just be open to whatever life throws at you. And sometimes like when things are shitty and you get offered something, even if you're like, nah, sometimes like you should just say, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like I probably my my guess would be that my mood probably wasn't awesome that day. And everyone would want to, like, my band members were so into the idea. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, yes. And I'm like, I I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Whatever. Let's just, yeah. let's fuck it. If we're all going to do yeah. it, let's all do it. Let's do it and have fun. Yeah. And completely turn that whole day around. Mm. So it's almost like you don't allow yourself to, like, experience, like, such cool things and mm. it makes you think about like all the all of the times that you missed out on because yeah. you're like either like nah i don't i'm like i'm too cool for that or mm-hmm. like you just were like in your own head about it you know what I, is yeah. that interesting it is so interesting how yeah. that works um i have a, so i have growing up i had this huge problem with i'm um, saying no and so like i was so terrified of everything so i'd be like do you want to do that I'm like no do you want to do that now? Do you want to do that now? I just, I, I have my own comfortable little bubble. I'm fine with this. I don't like new experiences. I don't like getting hurt. I know I'm safe here. Yep. Um, like that was my life until, God, I want to say until I was like 18 or 19. Um, super, super sheltered, both imposed and personally because I made that choice. And from there, like I remember hearing, which ties into a lot of what you've talked about today, like your life begins at the edge of your comfort zone. If you want to have a memorable life, you have to do something every day that is worth remembering, Mm -hmm. taking that step out. And so I started taking these steps and embracing and being like, yeah, no, I really, in all honesty, no, I definitely don't want to get dressed up as a half Amish right now as I play. This is going to be exhausting. But you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Let's go for it. And you have such, just in practically, you have such, you have so much more fun. Like yeah. life, it becomes so much more enjoyable because it become it doesn't it becomes 
like it's not serious anymore. Mm, it's exactly. You know? Exactly. That's where it becomes mm. sick is when you're like, oh, life isn't supposed to be serious yeah. all the time. Cool. Yeah. It doesn't know? need to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna kind of change it up on you a little Let's bit, too. Let's do it. Because um, I just had this thought pop into my head. Let's run. Mm. What if you take, like, a public figure in history, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. President. Um, we'll say, uh, hmm, like Martin Luther King, right? Okay, cool. What, what would happen to the world Hmm. if he was crippled by anxiety? Hmm. And let's say he didn't act on some of the things that he did. How different would the world be right now? You know what I'm saying? That would be... It would literally be a different world. So you think about, like, if there's, like, a big picture idea that you have, you're almost, like, it's almost like doing an injustice to not do mm. what you feel is, needs to be done. Mm. You know? There's been plenty of times where I'm like, man, I would love to do that, but I am not cut out for that shit. <laughs> you know? Until I, until I eventually learned and still continue to learn. Mm. Like I'm my only limitation, mm-hmm. and he was—he's the same way, man. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine if he was so anxious to give the "I have a dream" speech mm. that he just didn't do that? Yeah. Could you imagine that piece of history just being that fucking be, gone, never existed? That would be insane, right? That would be insane. Yeah. Like the the world as we know it would be so different. I can't even for like Rosa Parks, um, yeah. you know, like some shit like that. It's mm. like, what if that just? What if they were too scared to stand up and they just mm. they just never did? Yeah, because they also said you have to think not only what they did for themselves and the mm. direct people around them, mm-hmm. but the impact that they've had on the people even now. Country, yeah, you know. So like the whole everything would be different. And that was just like that. The, in our, as far as our history goes, that wasn't even that far back. No. The further ahead we go in our history, the more that impact will have. Yeah, just crazy. Um, and you think about like if if there's like some kid sitting on a school bus thinking mm-hmm. about like the ice caps melting or something, yeah. had this idea, right? Mm-hmm. Like, man, what if I did this and it. And it could like reverse the effect of the ice caps melting. But that person was like too anxious or too depressed or too scared to like do something about it. Mm -hmm. Like that, that would, that would just never exist. Damn. And that's what I'm talking about. And the same thing applies with like painting, Mm -hmm. writing a song, any of that Mm -hmm. stuff, man. Like it's all like you were creating something that never existed. Yeah. Like if Van Gogh never. If he was like, if he did his first painting and someone was like, that's shit, that's horrible. And he was like, well, I guess I'm done. I guess I'm never, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Could you imagine? (sighs) You can't. I can't. No. Like physically, I can't imagine what that would be like not having any of these figures or not having what they've created. But that's what I'm saying. So what if you are the next figure and you have Mm. no idea? Mm. you know and you have these ideas in your head they're like man 
this needs to fucking happen. Yeah. And everyone, every single person could be that next person. Correct. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel you, it's dude. It's crazy, right? That's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. You know? And that's why I think it's important mm. to, like, act in the moment. Mm. You're going to fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. I think we already covered that. Like, life is literally about fucking stuff up and learning from it, right? Yeah. That's how you figure yourself out and figure out whatever, you know? I fucked up so many things in my life, man. (laughs) Same, dude. You do like fucking 10 Mm. episodes on that. (laughs) But it's it's not about like you fucking up. It's about Mm. you learning from it. Mm. That's the important part. And I think... I think that just gets lost sight of. I don't think people think about like it's instead of win or lose. Mm-hmm. Um, my one of my coaches always told me this: instead of win or lose, it's win or learn. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. So you don't really ever lose. You're still making progress forward when you lose. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people like understand that. That's a very rare perspective to yeah. have. Yeah. So I think, like. I want to imply that more, mm. you know, with the people that I, that I interact with. It's like someone, someone, uh, God, it was the other day I got, um, I got, I think I ordered a pizza and it got like, it got made different than I ordered it. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and I, I, I like took a bite and I was like, oh, oh, you know what? It wasn't a pizza. It was a, uh, it was a shake from uh, Tropical Smoothie or whatever. Ooh, I so, did Tropical Smoothie. Yeah. yeah. So I ordered this peanut butter cup shake that they have. Mm-hmm. It's like peanut butter and like protein and stuff. And um, I got something, I tasted it and I was like looking at the menu and I was like, this isn't what I ordered. And the person that I was with was like, oh, do you, like, you want to say something about it? And I took another sip, and I was looking at the menu, and I was like, and I saw they had this thing called Mocha Madness, which mm. is like coffee. And yeah. I was like, fuck no, I don't want to return this. Are you kidding me? I'm getting this every time now, you know? So it's like, and that person probably didn't even realize that they fucked up. Yeah. You know, but it's yeah. like, just just take life like that, mm. you know? It's mm-hmm. it's. Just roll with the punches. Sometimes you're going to be, sometimes it's going to suck, and sometimes you're going to be really surprised. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, 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 you know, that's, that's important, I think. Yeah. Being able to just roll with the punches is, is crucial because the punches, I think we have this idea that the punches will stop coming at some point. Mm-hmm. And like, if we only get a little better, if we only have a little more money, if we only, uh, develop this relationship a little further than the punches of life will stop coming at least in this area and that just that doesn't happen mm-hmm. like life is gonna beat your shit dry like you're gonna get beaten again and again and again and the ability if you have the ability to just roll with it and not put up this fight not to try and resist everything but just be like you know what what's gonna happen is gonna happen let's go with it let's see where this takes me yep completely changes how you go throughout life yeah. and the outcome of it yeah 100 percent. yeah not a lot of people have these perspectives man no no. <laughs> no no and that's the thing is that 
if I I talk to a lot of people and a lot of people think I'm a fucking weirdo. I can sense you it. are. Yeah, you are. One hundred percent. It's amazing, and you are. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is that <laughs> I know that I know that I'm fucking weird. So why am I gonna try to change that? Yeah. It makes me different from literally everyone else. Mm-hmm. Every other, I am different than every other person on the face of the planet. Mm. I think that's sick. That's freaking sick. Yeah. I'm the only person that does exactly what I do. <laughs> that's it. No one else does exactly what I do. That's fair. That's sick. That's insane. That's so cool. I think that's so <laughs> fucking cool. You know what I mean? Now, I am similar to millions of people, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But they do not do exactly what I do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's dope. Mm-hmm. There's people that are going to be way better at things than I am. I'm going to be better at things than some people, but I'm completely different than everyone else. Yeah. Instead of striving to be the best at this specific thing that someone else is already great at or that you just want to because it'll be this social thing, a social standing or status, just looking at yourself and saying, you know what? This is what I like. This is what I'm good at. This is what I want to do. So screw everything else. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And not only that, but it's like more than this is what I'm good at. It's more, this is what I like. Mm. I'm sure that people would taste my coffee and they'd be like, this is dog shit (laughs) cup of coffee. And I'd say, cool. How do I make it better? Mm. What would you like to be different in it? And if they give me stuff that needs to be different, I'll figure out how to make it better. Mm -hmm. But I appreciate those comments. Mm -hmm. You know, when when I like writing, writing music, Mm -hmm. I'd be we'd be like in the studio. What do you think this drum part should be? I'll think for a second. I'm like, you know, it'd be fucking sick if 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 there was this right. (laughs) And the producer will go. Absolutely not. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hundred percent. And you kind of like, you kind of just like go, oh, 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 fuck. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Your sick. heart just yeah. Like okay. But the thing is, is that going through that, mm. I've become so much better at writing. 100%. It's so crazy. Hundred percent. You know, that's that's the thing that you have to be able to be able to take like criticism too. You know. Mm. Um, I think people misuse criticism a lot. And I think this ties back into the hatred thing. Like how we have a very judgmental and negative borderline hatred culture right now, especially online. And that is really prominent through criticism because people don't use criticism how it's intended. Mm -hmm. Where criticism is intended to separate the shaft from the wheat, so to speak, to separate, separate what's good from the stuff that's crap. Right, you take something, you throw it in the fire, so that all the crap burns away, and you have what's left in the solid gold. Right, and that's what criticism is supposed to do. Yeah. You're like, okay, this is what's good. Now, th- this drumbeat that you were thinking of, no, that's shit. We're throwing that out now. What you need is focus on this. You need to serve the song in this way. Yeah, and like that's good criticism. People tend to use criticism nowadays, just for the sake of judgment, because it's the cool thing or it's the yeah. It's a thing they're supposed to do is to judge and hate on everyone else in the form of criticism. 100%. Um, <laughs> one of my best friends ever, one of my best friends on the fucking planet will tell me every single time I do something stupid. He'll tell me every time I need to get set straight about something mm. or if I'm 
if I'm like in a predicament and I'm like, man, I don't know, like if I'm in the right or the wrong, if I'm in the wrong, he'll be like, dude, you're doing this. Stop fucking doing this. This is why this is happening. Do this. And I'll be like, fuck. Yeah. Thank you. Exactly. It's like, thank you. That's it. You know, and there's nothing like criticism. There's nothing wrong with mm-hmm. criticism. Mm-hmm. It's just hundred percent. Yeah. Like, obviously, if someone's like, you know, you suck. Yeah. It's like, how is that helpful? That's not helpful. Not but if someone's all. like, hey, that wasn't great. Here's why. Mm-hmm. And here's how you make it better. Golden. That's awesome. World is better. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's sick. Yeah. I wouldn't be a quarter of the person that I am today without shit like that mm-hmm. all the time. Like, <laughs> And it sucks because if you think you're good at something, you need to swallow <laughs> your fucking ego sometimes and be like, cool, I can still get better at this. You yep. know what I mean? 100%. Especially in an art form. Yeah. Um, and I mean, quite honestly, I think everything's kind of an art form, mm. you know? Mm. Like, I think roasting coffee is an art form. Mm-hmm. I think, like, setting up a way to, like, film a podcast and mic it and, like, finding a space for it. Yeah. Like, it's all art. It's mm. artistic because you're finding a solution yeah. to a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that's sick, you know? Yeah. People want to get caffeinated and I want to give them really good coffee. <laughs> that's it's not a bad combo. That's a, that's, a, that's a problem that I can solve, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I have very unique perspective on a lot of things and... I just I try to lead my life by my emotions in the best way that I can. Mm. Um, by positive emotion, I will say that. Um, and I think that's like you're, you're kind of like your heart's compass. You know mm. what I mean? Um, I think a lot of people. Again, I know we've talked about it a lot, but I think a lot of people focus too much on other people. Mm. This is going to sound harsh, but I literally don't give a fuck about anyone else. And I don't mean like I don't want to – I want to help everyone. Yeah. But when it comes to me doing what makes me happy, Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck about anyone else. I don't care. means nothing to me. Like, if I cared about what other people thought of, I would have went to college. Mm-hmm. I would have fucking made my mom happy. She would have loved to see her son go to college and not have any tattoos. You know <laughs> what I mean? But, yeah. But I know that she loves me to death. Mm-hmm. And she's honestly, her and my dad, I'm so grateful that they've supported me. I know not everyone has that. They've mm-hmm. helped me a lot. Um. But I've also had a lot of friends that have told me that I'm a fucking crazy person. And then six months later, when I get back from touring or they try my coffee, they're like, Whoa. like what the hell? Yeah. And mm. that's that's the thing is like it just people all everyone works a little differently. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's drastic. And either those people just need a little more time to figure out exactly what you're trying to do. You mm-hmm. know, like like I said before. Me telling people, like, I want to deliver coffee to people on a motorcycle, they're like, what? <laughs> you lost yep. your fucking mind? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I have, and I love it. Exactly. I'm do it. It's going to be sick. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's going to be sick. Man. 100%. Yeah, it's hmm. crazy, man. 
like coming to the terms with this idea that when you try something, you are gonna suck. People, most people are probably gonna hate on you. And that is the reality of it. But if you never try, (coughs) you'll never get better. You'll never know if you enjoyed it. And you'll never be able to come back and be like, hey, this is what I can show for all of my hard work. Yep. None of those will happen if you don't try. Yeah. And like when I was doing the 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 uh, business seminars like online and stuff in the coffee shop for a hot minute there, I was like, man, I want to be like a marketer for a business. And then I started really looking into that and I was like, wow, that sounds fucking terrible. <laughs> like, <laughs> I do not want to fucking do that. But I still learned a lot about marketing. Oh, yeah. So that's the thing mm. is like I've tried I, – I've used the same examples, but I've tried painting. Mm-hmm. I can barely draw a stick figure. Yeah. doesn't really do anything for me. Mm-hmm. But I still learned how to draw a stick figure. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's something to take away from everything. Mm-hmm. Um, fixing my car. Mm-hmm. I'm not a mechanic, but I learned how to fix something. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> Excuse me. It's allergy season. It is that time of year. Yeah, I know. Damn, unfortunately. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, so I don't mm. know. It's it's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, like what, what for you, what's some like life experiences or life stories that you feel like people might not necessarily like want to hear, but you think is important for people to hear, you know what I'm saying? I know I'm kind of putting you in the spot right now. This is my job to do that to you. So I appreciate it (laughs) back and forth. Um, yeah, cause we don't go over any of this ahead of time. Um, It's funny, a lot of what we talked about is exactly how I would answer a lot of what we talked about today. Um, Because I don't get into these conversations on this podcast enough. Um, In the sense, I don't talk about what we talked about today enough on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of people, they need to get out of their comfort zone. They need to take that step. And in order to do that, you need to know ahead of time that it's going to suck but it's not going to be the end of the world. Yeah. If you want to grow, it is going to suck and it's going to be very uncomfortable. And that's how you know you're doing it right. Mm-hmm. When it feels really uncomfortable when you really don't want to do it and your skin is crawling and you're regretting every minute up until then and you're getting super anxious and your hands shake and your heart's racing, that's when you know you're doing it right. It's yeah. when you know you're moving forward and you're growing. And if you want to move forward in anything in life, you're gonna have to go through that. And it's gonna suck. Knowing that ahead of time makes such a difference. Yeah. But it's so fucking worth it. Yeah. And um, I think uh, another thing that is kind of important is that there are things that you're gonna love in Mm -hmm. life, whether it's a relationship, a business, a hobby. There's gonna be things about it that you fucking hate 100 percent. but it's still the thing Mm. that you love isn't that like it's it's a a very weird weird concept to grasp because i think a lot of people and this is something that took me a long time to figure out too Mm. people are like i met this guy that i used to work with um he built 
this like custom uh, Iron Man suit, like a legit like fucking metal like Damn. crazy. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, the end product of that mm-hmm. is so so sick. Mm-hmm. But making that must have been oh. fucking horrible. It must have been so much work and so detail oriented. And not only that, but imagine how much shit he fucked up. And yeah. he was just like, "Man, I just, why am I doing this?" Mm. But that's the thing, isn't that crazy? That's a crazy. That is crazy to me. That like, even if you don't love every single part of the process, mm. you can still love the whole thing, mm-hmm. right? Like it's weird. Anyone in a serious relationship, I think they can understand oh, totally. that. But you can you can uh, apply like, you can apply that same thing over almost anything in your life. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. touring. What what? <laughs> yeah. Anyone who's been on a tour that yeah, hundred percent. You're gonna That's fucking funny. tell me that going out for a month and making no money and trying you're like mm. hoping people buy a t shirt so you can eat. Yeah. And you're sleeping in a van you haven't showered in fucking forever. That's and you weird. haven't had a bed to mm. sleep on. Your phone's going to fucking die. Mm-hmm. Daily experience when you're on tour. And then, why do you do it? Mm. So you can get up on stage and fucking get that 20, 30 minutes, 45 minutes if you're lucky, mm. of just pure fucking joy mm. of something you're good at. 100%. So it's crazy. You know? It's so bizarre. Like so, sometimes it takes me fucking so long to roast coffee mm-hmm. to the point where I'm like, "Fuck this, <laughs> <laughs> fuck this." Yeah. Right. But there's nothing that makes me happier mm-hmm. than me bringing coffee to people and them hitting me up on like Instagram, Facebook, my phone, whatever, and they're like, "This coffee is incredible." Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just makes me so happy that I'm like, I gave that person something that they love. And that mm-hmm. makes it, that like fuels my thing to be like, yeah, I'll roast coffee literally 24 seven. I don't care. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I just think all of it's so cool, man. I just, you know, life is, life is so fucking cool. You just need to like, look for it. Mm-hmm. You need to look for how cool it is. Yeah. And it's all your perspective. Mm-hmm. If you think life sucks, it sucks. Yeah. If you think life is dope, life's dope. dope. That's it's it. It's literally Reliant K lyric. I love Reliant K for their lyrics. And one of them, it's one of my favorite songs. The chorus is, um, when life seems to unfold, perspective is a lovely hand to hold. Yeah. Simple, beautiful. And effective. S- so effective. Yeah. Um, That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's so gold. Um, but yeah, like having perspective is actually probably the other thing I would say. Yeah. Is like don't get caught up on the little things. Yeah. Every day there's gonna be tiny things that will ruin your day, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Ti- there's gonna be five minutes, ten minutes, an hour maybe that you will hate, that you will got yelled at by your boss, you got yelled at by a customer customer service that happens more than people would like to admit um yeah exactly anyone working in customer service you understand like that's rough and that can ruin your day it has many times it's ruined my days but looking at that and saying okay you know what 
that was a one interaction. Mm -hmm. How many interactions did I have today? I interacted with 500 people. That was one. Am I going to let that one really change how the entire day went? Or am I going to say, okay, that was one interaction. That put me in a pretty sour mood. I'm going to take a minute, breathe, recompose myself because you need to after something like that. And then I am going to go and improve someone else's day and actively go and change the world around you. Yeah. That will change your perspective faster than anything else. Totally. Um, even humor is a really good way to... So I wish I was better at humor. I actually don't love humor, but I love the effects of humor, and I wish I were better at it. See, like, <laughs> there's been so many times where, like, go to hand a customer a drink and mm. fucking drop it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. 100%. You can, like... You can see there's a guy that I worked with. Whenever he saw someone mess something up, he was the most like cool under pressure guy. Ever. Mm-hmm. He you couldn't you couldn't face this guy. Love those people, right? Just crazy. Mm. He, if he caught you fucking something up, yes, he would make fun of you so bad oh, for it. Yes, to the point where sometimes it would be like, "Yo, fuck you." <laughs> hate you yeah there were some times where he would be like hey good job spilling that drink in front of that customer i'd be like yeah i I ain't pleased buddy (laughs) you know what i mean like you're just like 100 you have to like just you kind of just have to like eat that and just be like yeah that person didn't die exactly it's fine worst things in the world are happening totally spilled cup of coffee yeah I'm definitely not saying like go like spill drinks it doesn't matter but it's like if you mess up yeah if you can't find a positive out of it, just mm-hmm. make it into something funny. Exactly. Just do something. You it's know? True. Like it doesn't need to be like it doesn't need to be dark days all the time. It's well, true. Like if you have those days, that's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. There's days where I'm like, I'm just gonna survive today. Yeah. Tomorrow will be better. I'm just I don't today, I'm gonna just do everything I need to do and go home and restart tomorrow. Exactly. That's fine. That's fine to have those days. And then when you have those days, you're like, I'm fucking, I'm killing it today. Fucking kill it. You know what I mean? Go out and fucking really kill it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's a speaker who I'm sure you're familiar with is uh, Gary V. He, yeah. hundred yeah, percent. <laughs> so he, he, really changed my perspective Mm. and that's really what he's good at is changing people's perspectives to be like all that matters is what you think Mm -hmm. you know and it's not even selfish it's it's more like righteous Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um and if you have people who don't like what you're doing they're probably not meant to be in your life anyways exactly and I'm not saying like go torch relationships and stuff, but it's like if you're not happy, mm-hmm. fix it. Mm-hmm. It's not another person's fault that you're unhappy. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are certain situations where that could be true, but you know, I like a job. You know, it's I personally don't think it's very hard to find a job if you're willing to do. Yeah. It. If now, you're if you're if you went to college for a specific trade. Yeah. And 
you know, you're trying to find a job in your area, that is probably fucking very hard. Mm. But if you're cool with fucking making pizza or serving coffee, construction, dog, you can find, you can get fucking paid doing anything. Exactly. You can make money on your fucking phone. You can become an Uber driver if you have a car. If you have a car, you can make money. 100%. Crazy. You can make a decent money doing an Uber driver too. Totally. You yeah. can do interview. You can do surveys online mm-hmm. and make money. Yeah. Literally just it's Google insane. it. Google yeah. it. It's fucking crazy. It's nuts to think like that's the world we live in. Yeah. yeah. It's and so like, crazy. Right. So like when people complain about their job, it's like there are so many other options out there. If you really hate what you're doing so much. There are so many other options. Something that'll be not only better for everyone around you at your work because you're bringing everyone down if you hate it that much, but better for you, mm-hmm. and better for what you want to do, and you'll fit in better, and you'll be happy. Totally, one hundred percent. Like I said, just like be a fucking weirdo. Who cares? Mm. Absolutely. Really, who fucking cares? <laughs> who cares? It doesn't matter. Just be fucking weird. Just yeah. be weird. Who cares, man? I think that shit's dope anyways. 100%. So. 100%. Yeah. Damn. Well. It's crazy. It is nuts. <laughs> it's so crazy. I would love to keep this going, but I'm not going to lie. Um, that was my third cup of coffee today, and I got to go pee so bad. So <laughs> we're going to call it. Sounds Jake, good, Jake, my man, I'm going to have you back on here for sure. Yeah. Um, this was want, great. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Thank you, man. <laughs>